Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Remember Me. Uh, well, I think I will. Okay. What can I do for you today? Now, are you a gremlin? No. Okay, because you sound scary as fuck, so that's why I'm going to remember you. What's wrong with your voice? Listen. I'm trying. What can I help you with today? I don't know what this store is. Scrapbooks. Scrapbooks. Remember me, scrapbooks. Wow. Okay, you take your scrapbooking very seriously. Yeah. Now, I'd like to know where the rubber stamps are, because I live for stamping. In aisle four. Aisle four. Okay, now who is your supplier for your rubber stamps? Get going. Get going? Is that what you just said to me? Get going aisle four. Okay, I don't like being ordered around in a store, so you know what I'm going to do? Get out. Okay, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out, and I'm going to paint you on painted trash. Now, girl, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Girl, does it look like you put a bunch of shit in your mouth? I did. Now, I'm dipping into the taste test. Girl. Okay, so you're wicked early for the yeah, taste test. Because you're- here's the thing. When you put this treat in front of me, I don't wait. Okay, okay you were like, let's do it before trash talk. And I said, I'll go and started eating. Okay, it. now, you know what that sounded like? A minor. <laughs> Now, who are you talking to in the store, girl? I saw that you left early. I'm not sure who it was, girl, but they scared the living (laughs) fuck out of me, okay? It was something about scrapbooking, but it was like, it it sounded like the devil, okay, first of all. The devil himself? Yeah. Um, And it was not good, okay? okay? So, you know what? I would have shopped for a second and maybe taken a look around, but they kicked me out of the store, girl. Have you ever been big into scrapbooking? My I, mom is huge okay. into it. Now, I haven't been into scrapbooking a ton. I have been into stamping, though. Uh, <laughs> tramp stamping, girl. No, girl. When you come Rub- all over someone's back. Now, I do like that. Mark them up. Okay? <laughs> Not mark them up. Yeah. Let them know that they're yours. Uh-huh. Okay? That's how it goes. Okay? <laughs> no, I, it was, uh, I like rubber stamping. Really? As a child or as an adult or as a senior? Um, I don't know about a senior because I'm nowhere near that. Well, girl, now tell everybody who you are. KC! Okay, I love that it's KC. Yeah. It's, it's all in the C. KC. Not KC, but KC. Get it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, who are you? Who the hell are you? Oh, who the hell are you? Oh, dare you. Oh. Okay, girl, well, my name is Mark. Okay? Oh, now, you might ask how you spell Mark. Right. But it's M-A-R-K. Okay. Now, we're taste tasting a homemade treat made by the one and only Scott H. You tell me that it is low calorie. Uh-huh. I got to tell you, it tastes like it is high calorie and it's delicious. It is a, what is the official name of it? It's a parfait. A parfait. A pudding parfait. A pudding parfait. Right. Okay. So I have tonight the classic Scott H. Peanut butter and chocolate pudding parfait. Right, with a cool whip. Yeah, and you have there a twist. This is a twist I've not had before, but I'm going to tell you what. You like it? This shit is Elvis all day. See, now I like Elvis. This is banana pudding with peanut butter and cool whip. I I bet it's good. So, last week on Saturday, my aunt turned 80 girl. I have a serious question for you. Uh-huh. Do you think you'll live to 80? No. Yeah, me neither. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure I won't. I don't think I'll be that old. Moving on with your aunt. Yeah. So now we've always been very close. I have a very close-knit family. Yeah. And including like my cousins. Now when I say my cousins, some of them are, are like first cousins, like my dad's sister's kids mm-hmm. or my mom's sister's daughter. Like we're all tight. Right. But like I have a whole family. And when I say a whole family, it's five kids and their parents who are my dad's cousin. So we're a tight knit family. And so when we get together, there's a lot of us. Okay. Now, was your brother there? No. Girl. She decided not to come. She had other plans because it was the holiday weekend, girl. What holiday was it, girl? I don't remember. No, you celebrated it. Oh, it was Easter. That's right. Girl, you celebrated it and lost. Okay. I won. We'll get to it. Okay. Because I I read the post and yours was not the winner. We'll get to it. Okay. So you lost, but you ride, you won. I won. Okay. (laughs) So it was a quick trip. I mean, we flew in Friday night, came back Monday morning, like early on a 5.30 in the morning flight. Anyway, um, it was a dinner. I love how fat we both are. We're like, okay, girl. So I went to dinner, <laughs> and now I'm going to talk about a taste test. Okay, hold okay. on one minute, girl. Let me eat this. Let me. Okay, <laughs> okay. what'd you do this weekend? Well, I I had a dinner, and okay, I ate. and then I had a I had a feast. Yeah, and then I ate. Yeah, and then I got on a plane and I had a snack, and then I got home at five a.m. and I sat down for a feast at the trough before I went to work, and I ate there too. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, girl. I ate my desk today. I got so hungry. Oh. So, you know, it was a very nice time to be able to see my parents. Because my mom's birthday girl coming up. Did you give her a little Saturday? We gave her a little early birthday hug. I did, girl. I did. You got her a little gift? Well, she's not doing gifts until I see her next time because I was not able to bring it with. So I'm gonna give it to her when I see her in July. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna eat while you tell me the rest. It's all right. So, you know, my cousins were there uh-huh. and my aunt. It was like probably 30 of us or so. Having dinner at a party? Yeah. Yeah. At a restaurant. <laughs> um, it was very nice. It was a catered event and it yeah. was super chill. But she was very surprised. It was a surprise party, which was fun. That's cute. It's a good thing she didn't have a heart attack and die from the surprise. Oh, true. Happy for that. True. Okay. And then we had Easter brunch. Oh, you ate again. Good. Yeah. Okay. What was, right to the what was, right to the buffet. Right. Oh, a buffet brunch. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> a brilliant buffet brunch. Yeah. yeah. Was there bacon, girl? There, of course. What about there was um, also a breakfast bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else was there at the brunch? Uh, they had bourbon uh, syrup, French toast casserole. Oh, I was looking for something with a B, girl. I know. Um. So, so when did the, you go to lunch, girl? When was what was for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> this is like all my parents do. Do your parents do this too? Well, this my morning mother, we had pancakes. And for, where do you want to go for lunch today? And what? While you're eating the pancakes. Yeah. yeah. Where do y'all want to eat dinner too? Yeah. What Or what do you want me to make? Yeah. What dinner? do you want me to make for dinner? And we should go out for lunch. And we've decided. And then as it's coming up time to start it. Yeah. Then we're having a conversation about. The dinner. The dinner. Like, what are, what, what is, uh, am I really going to make this? And what do you talk about at the dinner? What do you want um, in the morning for breakfast? How much we're enjoying it. And then I wonder why I'm as big as all outdoors. Yeah. Okay. Now, girl, what did you do this week? Well, 
I ate. Okay, let me tell you what I did. Okay. Um, she ate. Well, on Saturday, girl, I actually went to memorial service for mm. a friend who died. Now, how old was your friend? Because I was shocked by uh, this. You're younger than me, so 38. Okay, well, 48, okay. <laughs> 38 years old when he passed. And just for that, 58. Yeah. So I went with another dear friend of mine. Um, we kind of grew up in the same area in the south. Um, so we went together. And, you know, it was tough. It, was, it still hasn't really set in um, that someone my age... It's not the first one, but it's definitely been the closest one. A big group of his friends kind of organized this memorial, and it was a roast because my friend was very irreverent. Now, was it in? Was it here in Chicago? It was. It was at Maggiano's, which oh. he had worked at Maggiano's for a long time. Okay. So they did it in the style of a roast, and it was very funny. Um, was he a comedian, girl? He was not, but he's like literally one of the funniest people. The best joke that I heard, and I would love to steal it and put it in my roast for my 40th, but I'm not going to. So what they did in honor of him was they named a bench after him on the city walk. You know, you can like oh. name benches and things. So they named a bench that, for him on Hollywood Beach, on the gay beach. No, okay? was he gay? He was gay. Okay. He was actually the first person I never knew to come out. He came out when we were in high school. He was yeah. a junior. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he paved the way for you. So oh, he paved it. Yeah. So he was the funny. funniest joke that I heard at the roast was uh -huh. this one girl got up and she was like, let's say the host name was Sheila. Oh, I live for Sheila. So this girl gets up to do her roast and she was like, I'm really, really glad that we purchased this bench down by the lake for Lucas's memory because Sheila's going to be sleeping on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was very funny. See, you know what I like about that? It's a good one. It's a good joke, and it's actually a nice read for somebody who yeah. might be a little off the wall, and you don't even have to know him to know that it's funny. Right. I didn't even know Sheila at all, but I kind of looked at her, and I was like, she does look like appear like someone that could be homeless sleeping on a she, carpet. She looks like she's homeless. She looks <laughs> like she's down on her luck. So it was a good read. Yeah. But... So that, that it was, I had mixed emotions. Um, I definitely miss my friend. I wish I had had another opportunity to see them. So there's all of that. That's true. That's the true tea. The next day, girl was Easter. So she decided to pull on up to the fucking plate. Oh, I thought eat. you were going to the trough. Yeah, she trothed her plate up. Oh, piled she, her plate. Okay, how many, how many piles did you put on there? I actually, you know what? I was good, but let me be honest. So when it was time for the dinner... Oh, I had one plate. Oh, get it, girl. One plate for the dinner. Now, for the appetizers, she had about six plates of the appetizers that oh. she ate on and off for four hours before the dinner. Okay. Okay. So it was a fun Easter. Now, I did win the Easter egg hunt. Now, okay, she came in first. That's not what I saw on the face place, girl. Well, I don't know what you saw on the face place, but I won the Easter egg hunt. Okay, the hunt, not the decoration. No, I came in third or yeah. fourth on the decoration. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. what I saw was that you did not win the decoration. No, but I should have. I mean, in okay. all fairness, <laughs> I should have won it. Yeah, but that's pretty much what I almost guaranteed you would say. Yeah, I should have. Should have definitely. The judging was rigged against you. I think it was because I had already just won the Easter yeah. egg hunt. Yeah, they couldn't let you win too, girl. You, you, nobody'd come back the next year. I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, that's what I figured. You but would the good say. thing is, we were to all together, wonderful group of people. It was a lot of fun. 
Now, it was a big group you had this year. Yep, and there was an oven mishap. Did you hear about the oven I mishap? I did not hear about the oven mishap, but I'm dying to know if you went and played hula hoops in the front yard. We uh, uh, So, Miss Stephen and Miss Caleb had an oven whoopsie at their house, so literally two two hours before, we had to move it over to our place. Oh, so girl. We had it in Miss Rachel's hut. In Miss Rachel's hub. Now, I thought you were going to call it a hut. No, I, I love her place because it used to be my place. Yeah. We had a great time and I got a little turnt. Um, you turnt never. So I drank all day at the memorial service. Then I drank all day the next day. And now I'm drinking all day now. So I think we should go to a break while I go get a little snack. <sighs> you just had a snack. It was a taste test, girl. And you inhaled it in three seconds. What are you going to have for dinner, though? Okay. Well... Uh, she already ate. Oh. She had herself some chicken and broccoli. Second dinner? Yeah. 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 She'll probably f- figure that out. Maybe a pizza. <laughs> okay. So we'll be right back, kids, because we've got a midsection. Now I've rolled up in here. Now what did you eat during the break? <sighs> did you have a snack? I did. Okay. What was it? I had I had a bag of chips. Okay. The full bag? Was yeah. it a fun size or was it a, just a personal fun family size. bag? Fun size. Oh. And it was popped. A popcorn? Yeah. Popped. Jiffy pop? Not Jiffy pop. What was it? Pop boom shakalaka. Pop. Boom chicka boom. Popcorn. Okay. Cute. Pop. I'd like to try that. You know, Miss Jeffrey has a little popcorn every night. Oh, it's a little she? treat. Oh, now does she air pop? She air pops it, and then she puts salt, like little seasoning salts on it. Okay. Ooh, seasoning a little, salts, but no butter, girl. She'll put a butter spray so uh, the salts will stick on better. So she can't believe it's not, not butter, butter, girl. Yeah. She jiffy pops. But you know what it isn't? What? Butter. It's not. But Might, it is good. Could be parquet. Now, do you remember parquet with the little thing with the little, with the little mouth? Yeah. yeah. Of how could we forget it? Yeah. I mean... It's on the level of Vianetta. But kids, you've made it to the midsection. Oh. Now, today, what we have not talked about in a minute or two. It has been a couple minutes. Is we've not delved and dipped our toes into punditry. Right. Okay. Now, we have got to do some punditry, girl, because we're coming up on a term. A mid. Yeah. And it's a mid term. Right. Okay. So things are going to start flying. Well, here's okay. what, and this isn't even our midsection, but I, if you want me to go ahead and read the future, I will, okay? I'm just conjuring okay. the spirits. Okay, before you before you get too deep into it, girl, do okay. you think the Corona, right? That's the Corona 19, COVID-19, 19, 2020, 2021 Delta variant. Boom. Oh. Omicron 2022. Batu. Okay. Now, do you think that the bat is going to have a bat? <laughs> bat. Batu. No, the two has to be quieter. Bat. <laughs> do it. Now, bat. That's good. Do you think that the batu. <laughs> no, no, batu. No. Okay. Batu <laughs> is going to. Have an effect on these midterms because no. I think it, I I think in as you're reading into the future because you're a okay I'm gonna ball summon reader. the spirits yep summon the spirits in the crystal ball girl I'm gonna shake my wondering bones wondering if the corona is gonna have anything to do with it let me shake my bones hold on okay those bones don't make much sound 
Is it because of all the fat around them, girl? Yeah, I think the bones are boned up. To, oh. Okay, let me... Let, oh. um, no, you can, uh, if you're boned up, it's going to bust through. Okay, I've just seen into the future. Yeah. And it's going to be similar to every single midterm after there's a new president. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Because this has happened since the history of politics. One party takes over as president. They often then win the House or the Senate, or both, as we just did. Then at the midterms, everything swings back the other way. So I'm going to tell you right now, on the midterms, we're going to lose the House, we're going to lose the Senate, and it's going to be Democrat in the White House and a Republican House and Senate. That's going to happen. It is. And you know what's going to be really interesting when it does occur, girl? Occur! When it occurs, girl. What? There's literally going to be nothing accomplished as every, and they're going to blame it on the president, even though really at the end of the day, everything that I see, all of the roadblocks are in the legislation. Oh, and if you know anything about us, you know we live for legislation. Now, here's the thing though, girl. One of the biggest news pieces that I came across this past week that I shot over to you and said, okay, we need to talk about this. It doesn't even have to do with the damn midterms. We're thinking ahead to 2024 already. It's you like know we, everyone is. Everyone is. Of course. But we're. it's like we've skipped over the fact that we have midterms. Midterms. Okay. So in 1987, girl. Oh, now that's a while back. The Commission on Presidential Debates was established. Now, it was established originally by Democratic and Republican parties to ensure that debates between the leading candidates from the President of the United States were a permanent part of the electoral process. Now, ever since 1987, this uh, Commission on Presidential Debates has picked, they pick everything. They pick where the debates are to be held. They pick the moderators. They pick, uh, and it goes through a a rigorous standard um, where it's held up to Republican and Democrat members of the committee, okay? Okay. Well, kids, I'm here to tell you that this past week, the Republican National Committee took a vote. They went on up and said, let's take a vote. And their vote was whether or not to stay or leave the Commission on Presidential Debates. Okay. After three decades of bipartisan civic cooperation. And they voted unanimously to leave. Now, what I'm dying to know is who is on the Republican National Committee? Well... The chairwoman. She's garbage. Is Ronna McDaniel, who's been trash. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. if she's not blowing Donald Trump under the desk every right. day, I don't know what At Mar-a-Lago, girl. Yeah, I don't know what her role is. Now, their, their um, statement was, the Commission on Presidential Debates is biased and has refused to enact simple and common sense reforms to help ensure fair debates include hosting debates before voting begins and selecting moderators who have never worked for candidates on the debate stage. Today, the RNC voted to withdraw from this biased group, and we are going to form a newer, better debate platform to ensure that the future nominees are not forced to go through the biased commission in order to make their case to the American people. So... Okay, so we're going to have a fucking biased group make a non-biased fucking committee. Get the fuck out of here. But here's so here's the way it stands right now. This means truly 
that there will, if nothing changes, there will be no debate for the president of the United States. Now, what I imagine the commission will do since the RNC left is that they will allow the lot of time for the Democratic candidate to take questions. So it might be a one-sided debate. Like a town hall. Now, why do you think all this started, girl? Do you think it possibly could be from the first debate between the hydroxychloroquine and Biden, where he I don't was know who such that is. a monster that they then had to change the rules that they were going to cut off mics if people didn't shut the fuck up? I'm 100% sure of that. And then he like, got his ass wiped at that debate, and then he refused to do the, the last one. Right, right. It's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's utter trash, okay? Um, and this, the party, and this is what is so gross, okay? They have sold their soul. Yeah. And we're talking, like, if you look at the Republican Party, the majority of that party, and I understand there are minorities that are a part of both um, parties. Parties, yeah. There are minorities in both parties. Do you like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's the truly speaking. It is truly all day. Now, she's only had a half, so I can't believe she's turned already. Well, you got to turn it up because we got to go sing after this. I don't know about that. So I think it's kind of magical to me to think that why would you support this party of old white people trying to hold on to power and literally telling you what you see and experience is a mirage and didn't happen. You know what I think this is? Here's me reading into this. Okay. They either know or want DJT to be their nominee. Okay. They either know that's going to happen. Right. Or they want it to happen. Right. Now, what do they not want? Him to be speaking in public on national television and for the opponents to be pulling out all the dirt that we have since found, especially after the insurrection. So I honestly think that they know his base is there regardless of if he does a debate or not. And so they're going, we're not even going to risk doing a debate because he quit the last series of debates. Right. So that's fair. So they're basically saying they're not going to blame it on him. Right. They're going to blame it on on the debate. And they know he's going to be the nominee and they don't want him to not do it. But as we kind of round this out, girl, I have a couple questions for you, girl. Okay, because I have a couple for you. Okay. So shall we alternate? Yeah, sure. All right. Question number one. Who do you think is going to be running for president in 2024 on the Democratic side? See, that's a good question. Because if I'm being frank, right, and I always am, I just came from upstate New York. Yeah. We're talking blue-collar white old america and i saw more trump shit really still up still there was a dude okay now i am not proud to say i walked into walmart girl oh girl when i go home i jump to the walmart yeah i had to go to the walmart because we were looking for stuff right and the dude who walked in front of me had on a t-shirt set that said don't blame me i didn't vote for biden have you and ever seen anything? You've been around for what, 68 years? Have no, you ever Carl, you seen, trash. Have you ever seen so many people still proudly supporting the loser? Yeah. Uh, Before. Right. Because it was stolen. Because they truly believe that. And it, there's an alternative reality for those people. That's what I've decided. But 
I kind of thought, okay, what are you blaming on him that he has done and or not done? What the, you, the horse dangers? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know what you think that the dangers right. have done that is so offensive that right. you have to wear a t-shirt about it. Hunter. I, I'd like to I'd like to figure that out. His son. Well, he So to get back to your question after that, because I thought right. it was interesting because most of most people I think would just assume incumbent that the horse did. Yeah, I mean he's already said he's running again. Right. If he runs again, it'll be him. I mean the the Democratic Party isn't gonna overthrow him. I don't think so. He's, yeah. But you got we gotta watch some numbers because he is not for some reason right is not connecting as president with the American people. Right. And I think that's really uh, interesting. And that's why I'm not 100% sure that the entire Democratic Party is going to stay behind him. I think it's really going to depend on what happens with those numbers. He is at an all-time low two years into it. Well, here's what happens. So we're going to lose everything, the Democrats, in the, in the midterms. That's not that's a horrible thing. So don't let me downplay that. We don't Please want don't. to. Please go out and vote. Because I, I might wear my vote t-shirt instead of my see-through new top. Uh, out for tonight? Kir- yeah, for karaoke. When are the midterms, girl? Well, they're in November, girl. Okay, so, so, so right the, around the block. Yeah, just coming up around the bend. Just around the river bend. The river bend with Pochahontas, girl. <laughs> yeah, I think in terms of that situation, and I didn't mean to cut you off because you were making a point. Oh, no. I do think that in terms of what you were talking about and, and losing everything, it is a big deal right now because LGBTQ rights are being slashed across this country. There are over 128 active pieces of legislation that are going on the floor for people to discuss and vote on that are limiting LGBTQ rights. Look at what's happening in Florida. Well, you have to think. That's happening right now on a state level in red states. What do you think happens, folks? When the House and the Senate are both red states, those be- those become national bills, not statewide bills. Correct. Okay. So if you don't like the "Don't Say Gay" wreck that's happening in Ron DeSantis's Florida, if we get an all Republican-led Senate and House, and we lose the presidency after that, that becomes national. Okay. If you're a woman and you ever want to have the freedom to make a decision about your Girl, it's gone. I'm t- I mean, that'll be the first to go. Uh, I don't know. It has happened. And this is what I tried to tell my mother when we got in the big fight and didn't talk for three weeks or six weeks. Oh, it was longer than three weeks. It, it was like six weeks. Yeah. I literally can't believe that anyone who loves, knows, accepts someone who's LGBTQ or plus, plus IA. Anyone who loves or supports those people could possibly sit there and support this garbage legislation. There it is. Legislation. I like the Z in the middle. Yeah, legislation. Legislation, girl. That's coming after us. That's why I'm turned, and that's why I'm going to be... I might even volunteer. What are you going to volunteer for? I might caucus. <laughs> I love it. You're going to caucus in a state that doesn't even have them. Well... She's opening up a caucus spot. You know what? I'm going to Iowa. I'm going to caucus there. You think that's legal, girl, or no? Probably. Okay. Probably. So basically, wherever there's caulk, you're going to be there. Well, is what I heard. Caulk for us.
Caught. Okay. <laughs> for That's us? my favorite. What are you going to do? I'm going to volunteer to caucus. We don't have those here. Why we'll does anyone? Why an does anyone have a caucus? Well, I. It's old school, girl. And there it's is debate wreck. that happens. It's a wreck. Have oh, you ever watched them live on TV? I haven't, I haven't watched it, but we went through that all during the 2020. They're a mess. So that would be my, my thing. Okay. So I do have a question for you, girl. Oh, yeah. Give me yours now. So we didn't finish, and let's finish your question. I, you think it's going to be Biden, the I horse do. dancers. I think it'll be the horse dancers. I see. And there's a part of me that wants it to be Kamala. But you know what? They'll never let her have the platform. I think she stands a worse chance than the horse dangers. I would agree in in terms of getting the office. In terms of her poll numbers, too, I imagine are even somehow lower than his. Yeah. Right now, I don't think anybody's getting a whole lot of time other than the boots, squirrel. The boots are getting some time. I think the the boots still needs, and if I'm being honest, I'm going to say another two cycles for president before the boots really gets up there. Okay. That's what I, I don't think he'll run again for another two cycles. Because what he's doing is he's filling up that resume card. Oh, he does. And he's got to make some end roads with the minority folk. Right. So he's got to be working on that. Right. Right. Okay. So, girl, here's one of my questions for you in terms of the midterms. Okay. What we do know is president is every four years. That's and right. That's why we call it a midterm because it's, it's every mid two years. their term. Right. It's midterm of the president. Right. But what offices do we need to be educated about, girl? Now, so these are more of your state-level offices, girl. So these are focused on the exact states where you live. So what you might be voting for in a midterm is we're going to be voting for governor. Yes. We're going to – do we have senators up this year? I want to say we don't. But we don't. some states would have a senator okay. that you're going to vote for. Uh, your mayoral candidate – um, if you're in a big city, you might be voting for your alderman. Okay. What a, What about your House of Legislation? Definitely, you're going to be voting on some House representatives. Okay. Judges. Okay. That's very important to your local level, your judges. Okay. Okay. And and you'll also, in a midterm, you might be having some referendums, like okay. uh, legalizing pot. I mean, that's not here, but we voted on that before in a midterm. What about a gas tax? Oh, a soda tax, girl. Yeah. That's why Tony is not the mayor. <laughs> she should be. Yeah, so I, I think it's important to note, it often is your local state-level races. And those sometimes are harder to be educated about. So you do have to put in a little work to know what your options are. And literally, kids, Google in, it. And you know what? Get involved. because Caucus. The, these... <laughs> <laughs> These people who are at the local level are feeding into your federal level where the major laws that affect us all in commonality are. The don't say gay stuff, that is all state level. That's what we're voting on in the midterms, yeah. kids. Don't bring that trash here in Illinois because I will pick it, a motherfucker. Oh, I'll do more than pick it. Oh, will you okay. lick it? She'll gonna, stick it. Oh, she's going to stick it. She'll stick it where the sun don't shine with the butt. Oh, no, don't bring no butt. <laughs> I love that it's not even... But, yeah. So, kids, this is our little political punditry. So, you can look forward to a midterm, but what you can't look forward to is a presidential debate. Yeah. So, that's those so, days could be over. Can I ask my second question? We'll close out on it. Yeah. So, let's close out on this question. So, in terms of historically... What was done before 1987? Do you know? I do know a little bit. They've had debates. Right. Um, that was that way was before that. 
However, there was never, it, the debates were usually commissioned by whomever was in the power at the time. So if there was a Republican president, the Republican Party was in charge of the debates. If there was a Democratic president, the Democratic Party was in charge of planning the debate schedules. So in 1987 is the first time that the two parties came together and said, we're taking away party from whatever power is in charge or whatever party is in charge. And we're going to be uh, making the decisions together. So okay. that's in 1987 is basically where it became more fair. Okay. Do you think that the debates were done fairly in 2020? Yes. Why wouldn't they have been? So you don't think that Chris Wallace embarrassed Trump by, sorry, the hydroxychloroquine? And so therefore they feel like maybe they weren't fair because the news folks from Fox didn't give him everything he wanted? Well, here's the thing. When you have the bipartisan, you're going to get a little of this and a little of that. But I do think that that is fair. Because if it were all like Democratic... But he's from Fox Girl. He was a Fox representative. Shouldn't it have the Chris Wallace affair? I like what Chris Wallace. What ha- well, right. But he was on Fox News. Yeah, but he was the he was the lone Democrat on the Fox News. So I like how you said was. What happened, girl? Oh, he went ahead and left. He said, I've had enough of this. And he went where, girl? Where is he, girl? CNN. So kids, this is our just... We dipped our toes back in the punditry. Google up your local elections coming up in November and get ready for a presidential debate because it's not going to happen. Right. Now, I'm just going to throw this in real quick. Quick. MTG girl, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh. A judge went ahead and told the whole group that they can move forward with the lawsuit to get her blocked on the ballot for right. re-election. Because they have to do that because if she runs, she'll win. Because well, her district, because she's a district level. And her district is full of garbage. She ran unopposed last time. Right. So, well, she's not running unopposed this time. There's correct. a gay... I don't know if he's gay. But there's like a, a African-American cowboy running against her. Yeah. I follow yeah. him on Twitter. Whoop. Okay. Well, kids, regardless, get involved. Be informed. And get out there and vote. It's the only voice we've got to protect ourselves and each other. We'll be right back. Now, girl, what do you got there? What are you opening? That sounds good. She's opening the tea. Now, this is from the Truly family. We live for Truly here at Painted Trash Podcast. Strawberry hibiscus margarita style. Hibiscus, girl. Margarita hibiscus strawberry style, girl. I... What do you have there? A culotta? Now, she doesn't have a culotta, but she's got a spritz. Mm. It's a watermelon cucumber margarita style. The, these are, when you didn't think they could get better or gayer, they did. They, they said, <laughs> we will. And the gays said. And so, we get it, kids. There's a lot to be excited about when we're talking about truly. Right. But right now, let's talk trash because oh, it's time no, for... Because we didn't do enough. Trash talk. I think there are people who are misguided 
trying to drive, you know, Disney stepping in saying, you know, in every episode now they're going to have, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Mickey and Pluto going at it. Like, <laughs> really? Thank you for that image, Senator. You know, but it's just like, come on, guys. Like, like these are kids, and, and you know, y- you can always shift to Cinemax if you want that. Like, like why do you have... It used to be... Look, I'm a dad. Like, you used to be able to put your kids on the Disney Channel and be like, all right, something innocuous will happen. Like, now that is one shady Ted... Cancun Ted. That's Cancun Ted. He's up on a television show, girl. Here's my thing. And I want to scream this from the rooftops. Growing up. Now, this is a question before I get into it. At what age did you know that you were gay? 100%. For me, I would say probably six. I'm eight. Okay. So young. At a young age. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Here's the thing. My entire childhood, Mm -hmm. every fucking thing I saw, read about, watched... Listen to, it was about a man and a woman. Any love story was about a man and a woman. Any book was written about a man and a woman. Every TV show was about a man and a woman in love. Did that make me straight? No, girl. Then why do we think having a gay character on a kid's cartoon is going to turn kids gay? Well, and I don't even think they're talking about that. All they're saying is that they don't believe and they're standing firm that don't say gay is a bad law. They think it's a good law. No, they, they do not think Don't Say Gay is no, a... Disney. Uh, You're talking about Disney. I'm yeah. talking about Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah. He they thinks it's think a great law. that if you put a gay character on a Disney show, that what? What's going to happen? The kids are going to turn gay? Well, I love that the conversation has started to turn towards like grooming and inappropriate thought, uh, putting inappropriate thoughts in kids' heads. You've just talked about bestiality. Right. And put that in the kids' heads now. You just talked about a mouse getting fucked by a dog. Right. Or the mouse fucking the dog. Okay. Who Which do you is think? And this is literally serious. anatomically impossible. Can I ask a serious question? Yeah. Who do you think has a bigger dick, Mickey or Pluto? Now, you know Pluto's got the red rocket. I I think it is Pluto for sure all day. You think Pluto's got a hung dog dick? Uh, I think he's... Uh, he kind of plays like a big dumb jock so i think he probably does so i just find it interesting that we're talking about grooming and inappropriate conversations with children you're talking about right. bestiality playing out on television right with the and you're not even wearing your red dress right and you're not proud nobody's no. proud of you you know what i'm proud of girl what are you proud of i have been keeping up for the kids oh i knew you would i was been waiting for the tea so at my job, there are lots of times where I am processing and entering data and working on spreadsheets. She a, lives for Excel. She hates Excel, but she lives on it. Yeah. So when I'm doing a lot of that work, it's nice to have something on in the background okay. that I can listen to or not listen to, depending upon how busy I am. Right. But I'm here to report you kids for the second week running. I have done nothing but listen in the background to the Johnny Depp Amber <sighs> heard trial oh there's been so much so what you're gonna hear about right now is some week two updates now yeah now johnny depp i hear went right up on that stand himself he went right up on the stand now i have a couple things so first what i was not expecting to see when i watched this was exhibit 32c which is a photo of amber heard's turd okay now this you happen to mention to me in passing 
I'm loving this. Like, so if I'm the fucking plaintiff's attorney right now, before I pull that out, I got a little pep in my step because right. I know I'm about to unleash the turd. The turd. So Johnny Depp told of a story where they were in an argument. They were in a fight. And he, as he describes, whenever they would get into fights, it would turn physical from her in, so he would leave. Yep. So... And she called him a fucking pussy. She called him every name in the book. So he left, and uh, he was talking to his assistant, who he had told to tell him when she was leaving the premises so he could come back and gather some things. So his assistant called him and said, okay, she's left, but if I were you, I wouldn't come here right now. And he was like, why? And he was like, just give us a few hours and then come. Well, he came anyways. He walked in, and in his bedroom, on their bed, on his side of the bed, she had taken a huge shit. And we're talking multiple logs. long turds. Okay, we're talking logs. Th- there were three logs and a little smear. <laughs> I'm, and, and they showed it. So I saw it. I can't it. even believe, I can't believe that, okay, it's hilarious to me, first of all, that we're going to call it Plaintiff Exhibit <laughs> 32C. Right. And, it, and in all reality, it's three turdlets. On a bed. Now, it doesn't sound like a turdlet. It sounds like a full-on turd. One was about a five-incher log. Was it seam coming off it? I don't know because the photo was already taken a little late. Okay. So it was petrified at that point. Oh, So it was turned white? No, it was still very brown. <laughs> so she took a shit on his side of the bed and told him, told him over the phone that it was to show what a piece of shit he was. Now, what she then later changed her story to was that her... Little two, three pound dog had done that. And oh. he was like, I've been looking after these dogs for years, and that was a human shit. <laughs> like you uh, said that on the stand. Which I love it. Now, here's my question How do we know she wasn't ha- suffering from indigestion? Right. And, and straight up diarrhea. Upset stomach diarrhea. Take your Pepto, bitch. Here's what I will say. Okay, so the most portion of this week was. The most portion, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> most portion, girl. Okay, truly. Now, the biggest portion of the week was Johnny Depp's testimony. And the first half of the testimony, of course, is when his own lawyers uh, interview him. So he talked about a lot of his past trauma with his abusive mother. Oh. Um, He talked a lot about his struggles with uh, drug and alcohol. And then, of course, he talked about all of his struggles with Amber Heard. Now, I got to tell you, this whole time, I was like, I think I said it on the last week. I think these are two damaged people who probably cause a mess. Okay, now I got to tell you this, and I'm making a prediction right now. Her lawyers got up and destroyed him. I mean, he, like, I left today's testimony going, hmm. They played all kinds of clips of him being a great, I mean, they pulled out the receipts of text to Paul Bettany where he was like, she's a witch. I'm going to buck her dead corpse after I burn and, and drown her. Okay, we got to read those texts. We got to read a text that he sent to Elton John where he was like, I really hope that whore who I put my cum in isn't going to be at this place or I'm going to have to fucking kill her. Then they played video after video of him being a drunken wreck. Like having legitimate (laughs) moments. Not bad. (laughs) They did. Moments of him with a knife threatening to cut himself, going crazy. So I got to tell you, beating, going nuts on cabinets. Now, again, 
And none of them was he physical with her. But he was beating cabinets, beating the door. They also caught him in tons of lies on the stand. Um, Like, for example, he had to sign a thing for Pirates 5 saying that he hadn't taken drugs or alcohol in, like, I think it was 10 months prior to the filming of Pirates 5, girl, trash. Five out of 50? He signed the thing saying, no, he hadn't. And then they presented all the texts to Marilyn Manson and other drug friends where he was talking about doing coke. So they caught him in multiple lies. Her lawyers are better than his lawyers. And here's the thing. I actually do believe him that he was abused by her, but I believe her that she was abused by him. I think they're two nutbags, and I think I didn't need to see all this, but I'm going to watch it all. (laughs) I think they're both more than damaged. I think they are broken. I also think they are both probably sociopaths. And I think his is brought on by drugs and alcohol. Hers is And I think hers is just natural. Well, girl, I'll keep you updated. We still got four more weeks. He's going to lose. I'll tell you this right now. If I learned anything today, he will not win this case. Now, I have one to close this out, girl, and I'm turned. Uh, Okay? Okay. Now, I think we all saw the Oscars, right? Of course, girl. I mean... We saw the slap. We're not talking about that fucking slap girl. Oh, she's over it. She's been over it. Now, I think we were both a little shocked and taken aback. We were very surprised and happy when at the end of the night, Lady Gaga trotted out Liza Minnelli, the EGOT winning star. And you know who she is? She's legend. She's a legend. She's an icon. She's a star. You know what I'm going to need her to do? What? Be a guest judge on Legendary. Oh. I feel like I, that's a missed opportunity. Okay, I think right now we're going to need to put that on the twat. Yeah. I'm going to twat that out. Let's put it on the twit. Okay. On the t- uh, let's create I'll, a TikTok. We'll do it. We'll create it t- just to get the movement going about Liza being a judge on Legendary. Right. So she came out um, and she, was, she appeared to be uh, frail. She was in a wheelchair and she seemed to be a little discombobulated. Now, right. she looked great. She's a legend. She could do whatever she wants. She could come out there and take an Amber Heard on the stage, and I'd be fine. Fair, but she did seem confused. She seemed a little confused. Well, so we now have the tea, girl, of what really happened. And I was not happy about this. Now, I'd like to know who told us the tea. Now, this is, of course, Lige, Lijah. Oh, Lijah. My gosh. Not Elijah. God, I didn't know Cher was involved. Yeah. Liza's friend and pianist. Michael Feinstein, girl, who is a gay's best friend. Yeah. He's not right. Now, Michael Feinstein's not gay himself. Well, he's a gay's best friend. Right. Right? Now, he has just recently, because you know he's best friends with Liza. Not only does he play the piano for her all the time, but he also lives in her building, which she owns. Right. Well, if you knew that tea. I did know that tea. I think she bought it for him, just saying. So he was on a serious XM show and he said, and I quote, Oh, please quote. You know, that whole thing was she was sabotaged. That's mm. the terrible word mm. to use. But she only agreed to appear on the Oscars if she would be seated in a director's chair because she had been having back trouble. I know all about this because I see her all the time. She said to me, I don't want people to see me limping out there. They don't want me to look like that. I want to look good. I don't want people to have to worry about me because I'm going to be fine. So that's what Liza wanted. Now, see, one of her iconic photo shoots 
is her sitting in the Bob Fosse director's right, chair. Right, right. And this was supposed to be a cabaret type of uh, 50th anniversary, so it makes sense why she'd be sitting in the director's chair. Right. Okay, however, this is still Michael Feinstein. He claims that Will Smith's shocking slap... Mm, see, the slap here comes, it comes back. again. ...led to disorder backstage. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. This is Michael Feinstein. He said literally five minutes before she went on, when she wanted to sit in the director's chair... Everyone backstage was all shaken up because of everything that had happened earlier. The stage manager said, we can't find the director's chair. She has to be in a wheelchair. And Liza pleaded. She said, no, I will not be seen in a wheelchair in front of everybody. I will not do this. I refuse to do this. And the stage manager told her, well, it's either that or don't go on at all. Feinstein said that Manelli finally agreed and responded, I'll do it. However, she told him after the show that she was so shaken from the confrontation with the stage manager that it left her discombobulated. Now, this is Michael again. She was nervous. It all made her look like she was out of it, and she was so shaken up that it was. Can you imagine being suddenly forced to be seen by millions of people the way you don't want to be seen in a matter of five minutes? That's what happened to her, and she was very disappointed. It is not what she wanted. She is really doing well, and it is a shame that it turned out that way. This all makes sense to me. Oh, well, first of all, our hearts are with you, Liza. You are a legend. She's doing fine, You're a girl. star. She was just pictured at dinner with Michael Feinstein and Joan Collins. Okay, she's doing okay. She's fine, and I love that. Now... But now it all makes sense. It does. And and look, it goes to show you that, and I know you don't want to talk about the slap, how fucked up that show was after that occurred. They never got back to any Any normalcy. They They couldn't even find Liza's director chair. Right, right. And you know what? She's got one of her own. Right. She sits in it all the time. I saw it at her birthday party. Right, when she was sitting in front of her war hall, singing right. with Michael Feinstein at the piano. Right. <laughs> okay? At the piano. Right. So anyhow, what what I took away from this is we don't need to be that worried about Liza. She was Thank she was God. having a little back trouble, and she was a little discombobulated because well, they many, fucked her. Okay, oh, well, I don't know about fucking her, girl. So, the gays, don't panic. Our Liza's queen's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, girl. But we should come for the director. I'm coming for the stage manager. That I'd like to know manager. her name. Oh. I love how you automatically Someone, assume it's a her. Well, because I always think a Tara. Yeah, fair. And I see, and I, I think it could be a gay. A, a gay would never tell like they. The, a gay would go. We won't. We'll pause see, the Oscars. I th- you know what? Unless it's a stage manager, and that stage manager, a stage manager gay. They didn't know who they were dealing with. A, a stage manager gay is going to say, "You don't know who you're dealing with." Okay, that's I a stage want manager. The name. Of the stage manager who told Liza, well, you'll go on in a wheelchair or not at all. Now, do you think I'd like to know who that was. Do you think it's the head stage manager or you think it's like stage manager two? I think it's a young intern who didn't know that they were speaking to a legend. Okay. A star. An icon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think I need to know the name. So if anyone knows the name. Michael. 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 Call us at paintedtrashpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a voice memo, too. Yeah. We know how to listen, but Casey doesn't know how to record. I don't know how to send them, but I'll listen. I want to know the name. Well, girl, I know the kids have waited all week for this. You probably have a recommendation for us. I do. 
Now, the only thing I've watched this week is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. So I'm not going to recommend that. But I did dive into an old Manny Gold stalwart. I knew you did. Now, this is on the Peacock. Do you have the Peacock, girl? Girl, I don't pay for the Peacock. <gasps> well, let me tell you. On the Peacock, you can get a lot of old shows when you pay that coin. So you know what I did? Because you know I'm addicted to the Housewives franchise. Oh, yeah. You know we're watching it, Atlanta. Oh, I know. I'm getting you all addicted slowly but surely. There is one franchise that I had never seen a single episode of, and that oh. was The Real Housewives of Dallas. Oh. I had never watched. I was like, I can't get addicted to all of them, so <laughs> I held off on that one. Well, let me tell you, I'm on season three. Okay. Are you addicted now, girl? Of course I'm addicted. They are garbage. <laughs> I mean, it. <laughs> they might be the worst cast is, of all. Really? There's one woman. worse than Atlanta? Yes. There's a woman on The Real Housewives of Dallas who every season threatens to murder another cast member. How does she keep her job? She physically assaults people every year. She she gets drunk as fuck, and she literally says she's going to slit their throats, that she's going to beat them to death. I mean, she is a wreck. And then the next day, she's like, y'all, I'm really sorry. I just had a really tough childhood. That's what it is every time. That is... They keep Perfect. her on. Now, what's your recommendation, girl? Well, girl, I've got a wreck omendation <laughs> this week. And I'm telling you, I was addicted to this bitch. I'm t- I started it and I said, this is trash and I'm in. I love that we're both recommending fun trash. Yeah, but this is fun trash. Okay, so the show, girl, is on the Netflix. Okay. And it is called Love is Blind. Now, oh, listen, I no. know, girl, I know I am late to the party, but I just finished season one. And when I say season one, I mean all of season one, including the latest follow-up. Okay. See, I've never even heard of the show. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the whole premise is this, okay? And it started because of COVID. So, they bring in... A group of guys and a group of girls. So they're all straighties. In season one, I think they brought in gays, some a couple of gays for season two, or at least bi people. I don't know. So in season one, there was one bi person in season one. It did not go well. Okay. (laughs) So that's what I'll say. Okay. So in season one, so that you go in these pods and you never see them, but you can hear each other and talk, and they call them dates. And you have love days. The viewers saw that. Yeah. You have 10 days. And after the 10 days, you have to have chosen someone to marry. I can't. Okay. And so you, after you propose and they can say yes or no, if they say yes, you get to meet them for the first time face to face. Then you go for seven days on a vacation to Mexico. <laughs> this sounds like a wreck. It is garbage, girl. Okay. You've got to see it. I can't. And then, at, yes, you have to. And then when you come back from Mexico, girl, <laughs> you move in together for 30 days and you meet the families. Okay? Oh, my God. And then, you and during all that time you're at home, you're working and meeting the family and all that shit. You're also planning a wedding, and then on the wedding day, you go down the aisle and say, I do choose to get married to you. And they have a straight up ceremony and you're officially married or you say no. As you you're dressed out. in the wedding gown. Yeah, yeah. And in your tuxedo. Tuxedo. Yeah. 
Girl, this sounds like garbage. Oh, yeah. Now, you gotta see it. You what I want to see, see is just the end at the weddings. I don't need the lead in. No, you got to see the lead in because some of the trash that happens. This one. So, okay, so what happened with the Baidu? And I'm just going to tell you. Okay. The Baidu didn't tell the girl that he was bi until she agreed to marry him. And he told <laughs> her he told her in Mexico. On their three-week vacation? No, girl. On their one-week vacation in Mexico. Okay. Okay? He told her on night one, and she flipped a gasket. Right. And he was like, see, this is why I don't tell people, because this is why they, this is how they react. And she's like, I don't have a problem with gay people. Right. I have a problem with being lied to. Right. And he refused to come to the events after. Because she was turned. No, because she was like, nobody treated me with respect. I got a bad at it. Blah, blah, blah. I look crazy. Motherfucker, Girl, you were crazy. Wait a minute, bitch. You are. You're, you went on this show. You're fucking nuts. Anyone who goes on this show is a wreck. <laughs> and if you, you can't go on this show and have someone treat you like garbage and be crazy and then go, I didn't sign up for this. Yes, you did. Okay. Well, kids, if you want to give us a recommendation that's not complete garbage, like our two choices of the week, send it to us. Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We want to know about them, but I'm going to tell you what. Sometimes in life... You need trash. You need some light trash that's right. just going to make it so that your life is not as fucked up as other people. I agree. I agree okay. with that sentiment. Send us all that. Follow us on the Instagram and... On the Twit, at Painted Trash Pod, visit the website, PaintedTrashPodcast.com. And of course, click the like, subscribe, so you don't miss episode, and give us a review we love and a rating. We want the rating, but you know what? If you're going to be cute, leave the damn review. Yeah, we don't have a new review this week. I looked. Oh, very sad about it's it. time for somebody to get up on there now i have to clean up this mess girl sometimes we're on facebook and yeah. so you should go there that's paint and trash podcast yeah. yeah yeah and have you been to the website yeah i have did you see the new content oh yeah no it's good <laughs> didn't see it but i'll go look right after this well thank you so much for joining us we love that you chose to spend an hour with us <laughs> <laughs> toast to spent and toast to spent 99 <laughs> all right kids well thanks so much for listening it has been a real goodie this week we're back to punditry and we're going into season we're real grateful that you chose to spend some time with us tonight and just remember we know you're going to be talking this week and you know what everybody does some shit talking and if you're going to shit talk you better paint it Roll the theme.